ladies, and hopefully a lot of love. It was a good one tonight. It has been very excited. Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper, proudly brought to you by Just Eat. I am your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight, political correspondent, Virgin Media News, Gavin Riley. Yes, that Gavin Riley. We have lots and lots to talk about, so let's get stuck in. Is this the night that it really started? The words that just <laughs> came out of political correspondent Gavin Riley's mouth. I did, I didn't, he didn't think I was going to use no, that against him. I, I didn't think it was that much of a hot take either, but it just seems like the, the, all the cogs are beginning to fit into gear now because yeah. we always know it starts slowly and you know there's maybe one couple that hits it off straight away, the, the gibberty but that there wasn't too many other relationships to get invested in. And now we have, you know, an L-bomb being dropped casually by Liberty yeah. and we've got Chloe and Toby, you know, hitting the rocks a little bit and we've got Hugo maybe finding someone, we've got Kaz maybe finding someone. Suddenly it all feels like the, the threads are beginning to knit together just yeah. a little bit. Um, I, I need to, I need to, <laughs> I need to include this because it's just great. Your, your wife had a very... <laughs> specific request i apologize in advance for tonight's podcast <laughs> so um she wanted she thought of a great introduction for gav um and i just wanted to be very clear about who you were in case there was any questions but okay. now, now yeah. that the formalities are done and people are aware who they're listening to we can get to the real the real introduction is a gentleman on the street a freak in the spreadsheet it's gavin riley <laughs> Well, I mean, the episode's just peaked, really. So, I mean, you can just you can listen to it on double speed from yeah. here because it's not going to get That's any better. That's the soundbite we'll use on social tomorrow. <laughs> thanks, Kira. Yeah, thanks, so nice. Kira. So good, really setting us up for a good chat. <laughs> um, we got a lot of we got a lot of interest when we announced that you were coming on on the podcast, Gab. How does it compare to Leinster House? <laughs> there's fewer spreadsheets like I like not having to have procedural rows about the standing orders of, of the villa I mean um, we can have some beef like, people like. are just like amazed that you're, you're allowed to like more than one thing that like yeah. you, you can care about parliamentary transparency or the governance of the country in the middle of a pandemic and also care about whether Hugo's going to find someone like you're allowed to like more than one thing at a yeah. time like and, and it's kind of curious right but pardon me my, my little 20 second tangent but you can tweet about oh like oh man united are shaping up really good this year or that should have been a red card in that hurling match and people just go yeah that's fine but then you go oh that was really bad behavior by toby yeah. and love island last night and people go what sorry you're, <laughs> you're interested in other things that i am not well that is terrible you must I be cancelled immediately like you're you're allowed to like more than one thing yeah people have lost respect for you gav i appreciate the shot you've well, taken to your credibility i, I said the episode had peaked so you know it's all downhill from here <laughs> It's as if you go home and you just watch like reruns of House of Cards or something. Just yeah, just just to, to like beef it up again. Like I fall asleep to Jed Bartlett just talking to me in my ears, <laughs> yes. just to top myself up again. His monologues, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You walk around the house just like that, picking up things from random yeah. corners. What's and, next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put your blazer on in that <laughs> weird way. I love it. So yes, this was a good episode, and I fully agree with what you said. I think, and that is exactly what has happened. I think is mm. now we're getting this kind of layering of storylines. Yes. That means even when we're having like quite a hot conversation in one area with Chloe and Toby getting a little bit mm. tense, you can then move to like a cute Faye and Teddy yeah. moment and then to a maybe new romance with Kaz and Tyler. And you're getting mm. those kind of stacking storylines. Like it's kind of reached that soap opera level of multiple storylines yes. all going on where somebody's An having a good day. An ensemble cast. Yes, there you go. It's like love actually in summer <laughs> Majorcan form. Uh, yeah, no, it's The Ulysses of our time. Is <laughs> All right, now, now the episode has just peaked. And we're there. Um, 
It's it's amazing how quickly we can turn around from a loss. You might have forgotten that we picked up tonight's episode with the lowest, uh, the least popular girls and the least popular boys as chosen by the public. We had our bottom six. So we had uh, Lucinda, Chloe and AJ and we had Teddy, Toby and Danny. Mm. Uh, feels like years ago. Um, and they're talking about the boys get to pick what girl goes and the girls get to pick what boy goes. They split up into their teams and they're having their mm. debrief. There was really nothing to gather from no, their little whispering. Like they, they didn't try to like string out the whole debate until like the end of part one and then you have them all leaving. Yeah. They were just sort of like, yeah. But was it not very clear? It, yeah, it's it's the new ones. We're going to get rid of them. And like, you, you can't be all that surprised because I know you've talked in the epi- on the, the podcast before about how the OGs have this kind of extra currency or that they feel like they're so yeah. integral to, to how the villa runs that you, you don't get rid of them very easily. <laughs> so you just go, oh, the new guy and the new girl. Well, eh. yeah. And they kind of half like each other. So maybe they can go off and canoodle in quarantine whenever New exactly. York gets added to the Amber list and they have to go and spend some time in a travel lodge <laughs> for a fortnight. But like, it wasn't terribly surprising. Like yeah. ne- Neither of them, you're always very conscious and we might talk about this later. You're very conscious about how much or how little the producers allow you to see because they're there for longer than is made out on telly and you get to you don't get to see half as much of what they get up to but like neither of them really sort of felt like they'd fully knitted in they still had the yeah. air of people who were new in so i don't think it was that much of a surprise at all and nobody seemed to have any kind of terrible anguish or to be really yeah. heart-wrenching about the decision they just made it seemed just natural for Na- yeah no for sure and I, I think that decision like you said was made very quickly there wasn't a lot of that kind of preamble of them chatting about yeah. it on either side or there's no like crisis of conscience where like some of the lads no. are looking at each other and going but we can't get rid of her I because, know. You know no there wasn't there's like a relationship sparking there or that would, it be, would we be you know doing a disservice to the other girls they're yeah. like no now there was quite a few people who wondered would they send Toby and Chloe because they'd have already found now disregarding what we saw tonight but they've already found love yeah. and I just don't think this cast is that advanced to, to be no. like oh they've got it so we can send them I think they're very much like but they've found it so they should stay and I kind of agree like then who are you left to win the yeah. people who've just met yeah <laughs> like, like I mean if the, the object of the show was to form a relationship and then immediately get out so that new singletons could come in then you'd never have any kind of a yeah. you know any, any kind of dynamic going there at all but like that also would presume that the, the guys and the girls are making their decisions trying to almost double bluff or preempt what the other is going to do like yeah. how, how chaotic would it have been if the girls decided right you know Toby's yeah. Toby's had his moment and also he's a bit of a dick so let's get yeah. rid and then the boys just went no AJ bye yeah, yeah, and yeah. then suddenly you had Chloe sitting there going sorry Sorry, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you, you're you're relying on a measure of coordination, which was never going to happen. So, I think <laughs> they hadn't thought that I think, through. You know, without ha- without there being any ability for anyone to coordinate that, it just felt like the natural thing to just get rid of the yeah. the newbies that hadn't really managed to to really ingratiate themselves yeah. too much. And it was pretty quick, so we got our announcement. It was AJ and Danny. Like, not a massive shock to most people, I would imagine. Um, I I wonder now though, like, this vote off was very much set up. I believe, and a lot of people believe, based on the backlash against Danny and the kind of calls to have him removed mm. and all the stuff that was uncovered on his social media. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is he like the first person who's been cancelled without knowing it? No, or he knows it? it. He he released a statement earlier in the week. So oh, he, he, he partially knows some of okay. the backlash. So he released a statement while he was in the villa? Yeah. So the, wow. so he addressed That's the fourth wall being broken. Yeah, now they've only, I think they've only ever done that like once before. Um Was it about Amy when she was having her mental breakdown basically? Potentially. Was there one earlier this season actually? What, did someone make a statement? Chloe made a st- Chloe, Oh no, that was Chloe's family. 
No, Chloe made a statement before she went in because of all of the chat about her having like extramarital affairs and okay. stuff. Okay. So she made all a right. statement before she went in. But Danny had to make a statement yeah. from inside the villa earlier this okay, week. Okay, because it, it kind of reminds me of, do you remember when somebody went on like a transatlantic flight or they were going to like South Africa and they made like a really off-colour joke about not wanting to catch AIDS when they were there and oh, they went, yeah. lol, JK, I'm white. And they got cancelled yeah. while they were in airplane mode. Oh, that, that's yeah. that's kind of how it felt watching it without knowing that he'd issued that statement. That's how it kind of felt because he was going in there and he's like, I'm on the hottest product yeah. on TV and I'm unique and I'm colourful and I've got a, you know, I'm a bit of a bad boy. I've got an edge. Yeah. And like everyone back at home was just going, no, yeah. you're a dick. No one now likes you. Like he only is aware of the one that I would imagine what he has apologised for, which is him using the N-word on his social media. And mm. that's what he apologised for. Now there's a lot of other accusations and things yeah. that people are speculating about. Like AJ, was she a victim of the bad press for Danny? Kind of, it feels like she kind of was. Uh, maybe so, actually. But I still think that, uh, and it's funny because we got the exit interviews tonight while the episode was on where, the, yeah. where she was talking about whether she had planned her grand entrance and the whole Eyes on Any the highlights? Prize boy. And like, no. And she, she said that the Eyes on the Prize intro gambit was like a totally improvised. She hadn't gone in there with any sort of big thing to say, which is like just... Because the producers told like you they'd been... Su- it's such it. a profound lie. Like, how could you possibly go in and go, eyes on the prize, boys, and then go, sorry, that was just an off-the-cuff thing that I said. And you're not meant to know that they'd just been out of challenge, yeah, AJ. Yeah, I reckon like even like from the very opening couple of seconds, like when you, I know it was the boys who decided to get rid of her rather than the girls, but even like straight away... The girls, I think, have shown themselves broadly to be fairly welcoming to, to new blood coming yeah. in. And they're quite good at, you know, stretching out the circle so that nobody feels like they're too foreign in the group. And AJ just never landed. Like, she never seemed no. like she was part of the club that way. You'd see them in the changing room doing their makeup or whatever. And she always seemed to be not, not an outcast. Of, yeah. Like, she was always, like, they were very civil to her, but they never seemed like there was any great affection yeah. there. So... Yeah, she, I don't. I think, yeah, I think you're right. There might have been a little bit of of Danny collateral damage, but also she hadn't done a huge amount to. No, I don't think. She, I don't think she's fond. a massive loss in that. Yeah, she hadn't kind of like gotten her way into mm. any narratives or whatever that were kind of of importance. But I just wonder, like, would that have been the vo- the way we would have got a dumping this week if it hadn't been for the backlash yeah, of Danny? And it, might have, it was just a useful way to clear the dead wood and to get a, yeah. get three new Islanders, and in, it was who, who we'll so talk about quick. later, who are actually much more likable. Much more likable. Yeah. Like feeling their presence, um, I thought it was very cute. We always have to mention Faye because I live for her. Um, when they're having all the hugs and kisses and they're all kind of crying and stuff, and she's like, "Where's my man?" And she gives Teddy a cuddle. Look at it's so cute. It's so cute. I just, I'm, I don't know what it is about it's Faye, so but I find her to have very. Gav, be very careful here. She's. <laughs> I I haven't seen very many redeeming qualities from her. Okay. Like the. the, the <laughs> The pa- like I think like it reached in a deer with like the passive aggressive nail filing while everyone else was like looking over the balcony looking mm-hmm. down at the dates yeah and she's just there being like no I'm just filing my nails because I'm totally disinterested from all of this like the most performative I don't care I don't care I really 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 care and I I just kind of find her some of her hysteria to be a little bit OTT and performative and I, I just don't know what it is that she contributes now maybe. Over time, it, like if there is something there with with Teddy and it does kind of take off a little bit, then yeah. maybe you're right. She might become, mm-hmm. you know, one of the OGs and you start to celebrate her. But for now, she's she's it's a no for me, Clive. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we simply don't like, have br- time br- br- for me to Brit- argue. Britain's Got Talent today. buzzer going right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, just, just, just get rid. <laughs> I regret everything I did. Um, yeah, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, I guess. <laughs> Refer to previous episodes. I adore her. I adore her. And that, like, I'll just address the nail file moment. For me, 
seeing a lot of similarities between myself and Faye. Okay. That was very much a, if I do not focus this energy okay. into my cuticles right now, I will slap a bitch. And like, that is, <laughs> that is her. I feel like she, like the way she dodged that hug with Lucinda when mm. they got, when Brad got voted off, that was very much her. Like, I need to get out of this situation or else I will slap a bitch. Like she's like, I need mm. to leave. But and like, I think the- she's well able to apologize Okay. She, like yeah. she finds the eye contact with the apologies hard, but then if someone meets her halfway, she's able to. I think all of her faults don't come from a place of malice. Okay, but everyone, that's fair. Okay, that's that's reasonable. Is that reasonable? Yeah. Okay. Still don't like her though. Uh, uh, agree, yeah. agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I really adore. And we're moving on. Um, uh, Jay, they were so short on like footage about like the lads talking about how nice Danny was. They just had Jake being like, I mean, we're both a pair of idiots, so we'll meet up yeah. when, we, when we leave. Well, like, is is that not just like the the perfect like illustration for why Danny was expendable? Because there was no like even like the Nothing. lads. The lads are very laddish and they're very clannish and they have this this very bizarre, again, very performative, almost a little bit toxic environment when they all get together where immediately like they're not thinking about romance they're thinking about competition and even yeah. later on we'll get to it later when Tyler comes in and immediately the, the dynamic with the lads isn't let's get to know the other yeah. two girls let, let, let's see if there's more it's li- like it's literally a measurement contest yeah, yeah, yeah. like straight away so the lads have a very curious dynamic and even then when Danny was a good good fairly integral part of all of that and they were like yeah no expendable yeah no Just, I look I yeah him. you wouldn't miss him and I think no. when Jake is calling it it's like yeah you were yeah. both a pair of idiots. Um, we'll move on. Like, there was no else there. Um, Chloe and Millie are having a chat and Chloe is obviously feeling a little bit overwhelmed because it's her second time now mm. in the bottom at these Which public was an interesting votes. role reversal because it was Toby who was so pissed off about it the first time when they were in do the Do you think she three. was pissed off or do you think she was genuinely just, like, hurt about, like, just being so unpopular? Uh, maybe, but then I wonder, and, and this might be a line that we might get to see tomorrow night or in future episodes, if there's still any relationship between them. Does oh. she feel like she's been dragged downwards by Toby? Because I think Toby, yeah. Toby is like, he's literally playing the game in both the romance and the TV sense that yeah. I think he is probably, you know, as we know from the first time around, he is acutely aware that if you're perceived as unpopular outside of the villa, yeah. you're not going to win the 50 grand. And maybe he's more worried about the 50 grand than he is about his Instagram endorsements afterwards. So it's a kind of a curious way to go about it. So we know he is already like very obsessed with the superficial exterior vision thing. And then I wonder like how much of that is kind of rubbing off on Chloe or, or yeah. if, if he ends up kind of dragging Chloe into that where he is planting seeds in her head about whether she is wondering if she has some kind of negative image and then maybe yeah. she's... I don't want to say spiraling, but that maybe like she's kind of allowing herself to to think too much about how she's seen in the well, exterior. Well, especially if he is not, if he is now becoming more and more uncertain, then maybe she's like, well, I'm also now uncertain, and maybe if it's that unpopular, maybe it's not worth. Yeah, because like, if, if, if your closest ally in the villa, like boy wise, outside of like the the naughty trio, is is someone who's beginning to go off the deep end, and I can't begin, like, just oh my god, can you, Richard and Zara, be the naughty trio? <laughs> Please. Oh my God, please. No. Please, can we get that to be your little like tagline on the news? Yeah, that, that'll be the super. It won't be like Gavin Riley, political correspondent. Member of like, the Naughty Riley, Trio. Naughty Trio. Like uh, with, with the hashtag that you can use yeah. for future correspondence. Oh, let's, please. Um, but like, yeah, you, like you, you, yeah, you can understand that if, um, if Toby is beginning to get unsettled and his behavior is beginning to get 
more and more erratic because of how focused he is and what he's looking like in the yeah. outside. You can definitely see how how Chloe kind of gets gets dragged off course by that. Because when they had their beef the last time with the vote and and you know he got so thrown by it, she was mm. really upset. The one point she kept making was, you know, like if I like you and you like me, why do you care? Mm. So potentially now she's asking, well, I like you. I don't know if you yeah. like me anymore, well, so maybe I do care. Well, or, or was she just so poisoned by the experience the first time of Toby wondering yeah. about how popular they were that it's a very acute reminder that you're not just there necessarily for romance that it is a very elaborate game show and that you're there to try and win it Toby is with Jake Lib and Faye and he's also like shook Um, but they're not really discussing it I think Toby's kind of I don't know if he's used to it or what what is Jake like with his arm around Toby there that kind of like this cuddling like semi-spooning honestly I couldn't uh, between the centre part the glasses on the forehead (laughs) and like the chunky hoop I was like uh, just as too much mm. sensory overload it was too much um poor Liv though she got caught and she was talking she was acknowledging just that and she was mm. like i love you but you've given me the ick and i love how quickly like Faye's eyes widened she was covering <laughs> her mouth and her eyes like widened because she was like oh my god did Liv just hear what she said and then Liv yeah. quickly turned well, and was like did i just say I, that i like that jake focused on the positive half of the sentence and not the negative bit because it would be very love island 2021 boy for him to go sorry the ick the what ick. is this <laughs> And like t- take I off, take off both of his sunglasses and wander off. Toby, hold strop. my hoops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Pat Butcher getting in a fight. <laughs> so like, I mean, at least it was like encouraging that he, he chose to focus yeah. on like the positive bit and was like, oh, the L word. Do you not think though, Jake is constantly kind of taking the piss out of Lib for liking him like I think it might be partially his love language but it's also like do you know he's constantly asking like like constantly asking do you still get nervous around me do you do Mm. you get nervous around me oh do you have the feels do you like he's constantly and he kind of just when she's like yeah I kind of do he just giggles like he doesn't give anything Mm. back and I don't know is it because he doesn't feel like he has to or he's there or if he's just I think it might be part of his love language actually but I was going to say about the fact that he gives nothing back because there, there was sort of in any other circumstance you'd be seeing that conversation and yeah. one partner has just dropped the L-bomb whether she meant it in that context or not and he's just there going <laughs> like he's like such a child we're like ah, yeah. you said love you said love like no entertainment of like I love you too or yeah. like, should, should we go away and talk Jesus, about this if he dropped it it would be so I mean, like, awkward I mean, geez, it? it's only like three weeks in and no one wants to get to Curtis and Amy no. already but like he, he both simultaneously you. played it really well in like yeah. diffusing the situation and sort of taking it away from that cliff edge moment yeah. while also still being a little bit of a cad by teasing Do you think her. he was aware that he was doing that though? I don't know if he did. I, like I, credit to Jake because like I've given Jake a lot of stick and there's definitely something about him that I do not trust even though he's not given us many signs in the last couple of weeks to not trust him. Mm. I'm kind of holding on to mm. those early day memories but I do just wonder if they've gotten to a place where they're that comfortable with each other that he very much understands that that yeah. was a slip and he just or enjoyed he, he the can, mockery of it. it and I, I think so because I, I always would have been inclined not to give him the benefit of the doubt as well. But then <laughs> we, yeah. we get, I, I don't want to jump forward straight to the very end, but when you get to the very end of the episode and, and Toby has done yet another stupid thing, oh, like I would never have expected Jake to have been like the big brother character yeah. who kind of sits him down and sort of in a very constructive way goes like, what you Actually, did there was like a little bit out of order and what what a proper gentleman or mature man should have done yeah. is do this. I would never have had him down as the yeah. person to do that. And but actually, he hasn't been for the last but no, few weeks. But I think actually in my mind he gets an awful lot of kudos and that kind of tints your view of him for everything else where now you might be inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt because yeah. maybe he knows deep down that like for example 
was he deliberately teasing Liberty over the slip or was he trying to make an awkward situation much more tolerable by injecting just the right amount of yeah. of like gags about it I think and Cass- I think he actually pulled that off quite well yeah and look we, we've talked about Casa more a lot in the last week because definitely you can feel it looming like it's it's certainly within the next well, now, week now that there's multiple like relationships that you're mildly invested in or yeah. that there's jeopardy on it's time to detonate it's <laughs> definitely just around the corner like yeah. the, the Friday night cliffhanger now it's you, I think yeah. it's going to be yeah I think because as well you got to think about the Laura Whitmore flight plan because she's got to be in London on Sunday but she's got to be Casa more either at the beginning or at the end for recoupling. Like mm. she's surely got to be there for some of it. Yeah. But anyway, my point about Casa more is but she, she she doesn't necessarily have to quarantine now because she's got her Irish passport. She, she could fly home and then use her digital COVID search to oh, fly straight best away. Best of all world. Like, well, she did say on her Instagram, I think she, that she has to do five days. If anyone saw that Q and A on Instagram and knows exactly what she said, will you let me know on on our Instagram? But I think that's what she said: okay. five days. So that gives us like that mm. oh, that week of like, well, maybe she'll finish filming on a Sunday yeah. and go straight out. Although, does does a Casa Amor? It only needs her for like the recoupling bit at the end. The recoupling at the but end. But didn't they manage it in the winter series, or was there a Casa Amor that they they there did was. the entire Casa Amor recoupling? By text instead of having to have Did they? Laura there because you couldn't be flying from London to South Africa to do that on a whim. Did they? I seem to have memories that they did that or they did Honestly, a full I, recoupling. I have just fully blocked w- out the without, series. Without anyone in the flak role that they just did it entirely by text. No, can I, I can I can remember. No, she was there because I remember Laura going to Shauna. Shauna, do you have anything to say to Callum? And that's when she okay. was like, congrats, yeah. hon. And she was like, cha-ching, oh my God, <laughs> okay. t-shirts, yeah. brilliant. We, um, we got our meme moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been worth it. Yeah. I wonder, okay. yeah. m- my point is about Casa Moore is I wonder, and we've always known that Casa Moore would be a, a test for Jake and Liberty with the presumption being that Jake would, would leave. Mm. On his behaviour tonight and those moments which we will get to, if Jake can get through Casa Moore without entertaining mm. that setup yeah. and come back for Liberty... He will have rehabbed. His yeah, yeah. Oh, he fully home will. And host. You can. If, if, you if can. Come, comes out of that and comes back on the other yeah. side, then home and host. Yeah, because which as, is as exciting. Well. I would like that. Well, one thing that I think because a lot of us, you know, who, who thought that the lads were just universally swines and just <laughs> and wanted Casa that was more. So polite. We, and we wanted Casa more because we just wanted another clatter of lads who just weren't weren't <laughs> more lads. Won't arseholes basically. <laughs> like we wanted men and not lads. Yeah. Like, but the like That's part of the reason why you, why you wanted that is because. When you see the lads hanging out together, and we alluded to this a few minutes ago when we were talking about even when, when Danny was there, it's almost like there's this weird dynamic where when all the girls are together, like they're very kind of, you know, friendly, open chats and they're very open about, you know, what whatever bases or MVQs or whatever, <laughs> whatever series of consonants that is that I can't remember, oh, the, the pre-GCSEs. Yeah, like, but, they, but they can do that and they're like, they're very comfortable talking to each other and it's all fine. And then when the lads are talking to each other, it's always this kind of measurement contest or they're, yeah. they're always, it's like... The girls, when they're having their conversations about the lads, are almost treating the lads as being like the only men in the universe. The one. Like they're so yeah. invested in the game show that the only men who exist at all in the universe are the men that the lap gods of ITV decide to put through the doors. And the guys are always very acutely aware that if they just bide their time, someone else is going to come yeah. through the door. So from that sense, actually Casa Amor might could have gone maybe negatively because you just assume that all the lads would throw themselves yeah, at, newbies. At, at newbies and that there'd actually be kind of no jeopardy there. And like the part of the, the you know, the attraction or what makes Casa more a compelling storyline is because there is jeopardy to the relationship that you have. Suddenly now, after tonight where you genuinely don't know where, whether Toby and Chloe are going to patch it up, but suddenly you've got Tyler and Kaz maybe getting together and there's the little embers of other uh, relationships here and there and everywhere. Yeah. Then now sort of it feels like, well... 
if you were to hold off for maybe three or four days more and yeah. you had like Tyler and Kaz fermenting or if you had maybe Hugo and Georgia maybe beginning to get comfortable and then suddenly you, you, you throw in the Jeopardy, then that could be yeah. really Because part, part of the enjoyable part about Casa Moore as well is is the the groups that we know now, the boys and the girls that we know now from the villa, having their conversations in the new environment about like, how, how are you feeling about the new person that you're yeah. chatting with? And yeah, and definitely at the, like maybe if that happened last week, we know what way that chat would have gone. But mm. now there seems to be a little bit more of a, commitment is probably a bit strong, but a little bit more of a loyalty to who they yeah. are with. Like we saw that with Hugo, Aaron and Liam who had a chat last night or what night did we work out? It was Monday night. Um, we'll get to timeline in a yes, while because I know we're, you have... we're recording this on a Wednesday. So that would have been Monday night. Monday after night. The vote. Yes. Yeah. But they're talking about Liam and Millie and their relationship. And again, this really sweet chat about how he's like, actually... Sorry. Sorry, Liam and Millie, also a couple that I'd completely I know. forgotten about because they're getting so little airtime and we so might get back little. to that when we're talking about timelines as well. Yeah, but, the, but the, you know, Liam is saying that he's happy that they're through and Aaron is it's like, you remind me of me and that girl I dumped. <laughs> but when it was good, um, yeah. I don't know if that was the compliment he kind yeah. of wanted it to be, yeah. but it was nice. You remind me of a relationship that ended in that, failure yeah. and I wish that you all the very me. best. <laughs> Liam is like I do feel it with her it comes very naturally you know usually I have one or two dates or three dates and it's snip because mm. I'm like just not invested and Aaron is like you know that comes out when you're with the right person and he's like you guys are just the cutest and like Liam is calling her Millie Moo which is slightly Ooh. violent um, but but those conversations amongst the boys we have not really seen mm. and in the last week we have seen these things of like you know these kind of more forming relationships yeah. and them discussing it in a like, way that is favorable. Yeah, like e even if it's like a very passive expression of affection or attachment that at least now they're there. Yeah. Because up till now it was basically like, I like this girl and I am perfectly prepared to dump her if a better girl comes <laughs> along. Like yes. they're they're very there will be more like they're they're very much like you know meat market idea of like it's almost like the girls are a sushi bar yeah and there's a conveyor belt going along and they go actually I like that one now yeah I'll have that one like there was no no, no attachment at all until the last couple of days and I I probably the the pace at which we're dumping and getting new bombshells might be impacting that mm. like maybe they're just like all right okay there's a lot of like traffic coming through yeah. but this oh jeez there's so much traffic a lot of like, traffic it's, yeah jeez it's like the m50 do you know what i kind of enjoy because it, it was slow and i was like just fuck a few more in and definitely tonight they injected some energy yeah. it sort of feels like we're approaching the new islander singularity though now because yeah. they're, they're coming at such pace and they're beginning to increase in number <laughs> that like i'm worried that like every person of fit age in the uk and yeah. ireland will have been an islander by the end of the series yeah like you'll be putting up a picture tomorrow everyone under the age of 35 is now yeah. is now <laughs> you're now eligible to register eligible. in the portal to, <laughs> to register yeah. for your trip to yeah. the villa oh but like God. you can opt in immediately for Casa Moore or if you wait for the MRNA you can go to the actual <laughs> villa in a couple of days time if you just hold out this is the crossover event we never knew we needed <laughs> like to say if I got sent in there for a 24 hour stint I'd just be going around like hi how are you I'd be freaking out. Is he really nice? <laughs> is he yeah. though? Okay, tell yeah. me what happened. How big is like, it? Like, are, they, are they good looking in real life? <laughs> Say yeah. when. When? Really? No, I'll start again. Yeah. Uh, Kaz... Could he really <laughs> unclog a drain? Jesus, was that... Like, look, speaking as a man, Gap, if, if someone said that about you, would it be a favourable thing? Unclog a drain? I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that they were like... You know, was it more, unclog a drain like, is that what she said less kind of tedious or disgusting things that you could do yeah than unclogging a I drain I don't know if that's where I would have you know what I mean I don't know if that's where I would have gone anyway mm. um, wouldn't have been my metaphor of choice anyway. 
been one I would have said. Um, Kaz, Teddy and Hugo are having a wee chat. And again, they're talking about Faye and Teddy and how they're becoming a more solid couple. Mm. And Kaz is kind of saying like, we see how you guys are together and there was no way we were sending you, you guys home and we love Faye so much and you make her happy, blah, mm. blah, blah. And they're like, Kaz and Hugo are like, our time will come. And then, bring text. Three bombshells are coming into the Such villa. Such a brilliantly timed text oh, as well. Beautiful. It is be- I wonder, do you, like... Does it work like normal phone? Just sometimes you send your message and it won't deliver and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I wonder are they like... Like you're waiting 15 seconds for it to go through. And yeah. And the are like, oh God, please deliver I know, imagine if they're like, oh fuck, we've no <laughs> Wi-Fi and they start running around the villa looking for a fucking reception or whatever. But the texts come in at a convenient time. Um, and three bombshells are coming. Kaz is beaming. And next mm. thing, the music starts and we get that walk-in. Tyler, a very large man, is escorting two very good-looking women um, into the villa. Although he is... He's trying to do that like galad stance where you hold your hands together over your crotch, yeah. but also needs like, like a higher how, how, angle. How do you link arms with two women at the same time? Yeah, and also a natural yeah, gait, yeah. but also flex. Yeah. So he was kind of holding himself in a in a a weird way. But they arrive and um, it's all the hugs and all this kind of stuff, and there's you can feel that injection of energy. Like yeah. it really feels like mm. it's escalated. There's like a real excitement about everyone, even though we've just lost two people. Like we said, we're, we weren't that invested. Kind of yeah. yeah, I mean, who are they? Yeah. Um, Abigail is calling the girls beautiful ladies. I'm like, well done. Mm. Tyler. That's like, a way better entry line than the eyes on the prize yeah. voice. Like, wow. Yeah. If ever you learn how to how to pitch a first impression. Yeah. I think if I went in as a bombshell like that, where the girls are kind of like sequestered upstairs, yeah. I think so I'd be in a high girls. voice. I'd be like, hi girls. Yeah. Like I, and not in a like, these hi are, girl. These are, these are your, your new housemates for maybe another five weeks. I Don't know. go in and immediately isolate or alienate half yeah, of them. Yeah, nightmare. Um, Tyler is immediately questioning how tall Liam is, but it's kind of sweet. Like it's, I think it's his, his language of like, hey, we understand the jokes that we get about it, each other. Is it though? Because think? I think if, if you go back to the previous idea that the boys are more interested in, okay. like the, the guys almost seem more interested immediately in rivalry. Uh, than they are in romance. Like, for example, the fact that all the guys, like, they were immediately, they sat the three of them down and they said, hi, Tyler, what do you do? Yeah. And they, they had barely asked uh, Abigail and Georgia what their names were or where they were from. Immediately, they, they were like, right, back to you, Tyler, because, like, suddenly you're the you're, yeah, the, you're, yeah. you're, the, you're the threat. And I think... And that, there's some good teeth you got there, Tyler. Like, it was literally a threat. And, like, how many times did they need to have yeah. a literal measurement contest between yeah. Tyler and Liam? I think... Well, I like, don't know, was uh, it? So much of the show thus far has been genital waving like <laughs> o- o- like almost literally and like that was like that was it made manifest where they're literally like I'm a bigger bloke than you are and I think it was like, easy to use think of the size of the sewers that I could <laughs> <laughs> was it Abigail or Georgia like on the sly told Kaz that like Tyler loves her which I thought was like a really good mm. like I think the girls made a really good entry as like befriending the other yes. girls um, and like Tyler and Faye bonded over the fact that they work in real estate congrats um, what else do we have uh, okay that was everything yes yeah, so they're sat by the fire pit mm. and they're having a chat and they're doing all those question askings and whatever and what's your type and all this kind of stuff um, and Abby is giving very little away. She's not really mm. as... Like, from her pes- press back, she was very much like, I will do anything to get Toby and Chloe better watch out. Like, she was very... Yeah. Like, like she, 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 she wasn't being in any way kind of indirect or being guarded no. with better intentions there. And now 
all of a sudden it's like, oh fuck, where's Abby? Like, where's the third well, person? See, I wonder about that again because uh, who think back again to who it was who ignored the girls and immediately directed the chat back to Tyler that they were kind of ignoring the new girls. It was Toby. Was it Toby? Yeah. Toby was the one who was like, yeah, forget the girls. <laughs> yeah, new boy. Tell us about the the general qualities that you have that might unnerve the rest of us. Toby is such a like young man. So like <laughs> you, like you can't get lingering shots of everyone, but I do wonder if Abigail went in and was immediately like, "That's the guy I want," and, yeah. and the guy that you were looking for immediately ignores you and wants to talk to the new fella. Now, How also having said that, which we will get to in a while, Toby doesn't react to flirtation well. Well, Toby so, doesn't react to anything. <laughs> well. like, yeah, basic communication is a struggle. But maybe she was like giving him some kind of you know like flirty Love Island eyes mm. and he got intimidated and he was like let's talk about your height again yeah. he's like god I better go and pick a fight with Chloe just to make this possible <laughs> Georgia is talking about her type she's saying tall dark and handsome or Aussie surfer boys so naturally that, Hugo like, that, that, that's a spectrum isn't it like, that I mean, is, that's, yeah. that's basically most white lads isn't it like if you're going between like the Italian look of really dark features yeah. and then like rugged dark surfer fa- like fair haired Abbey Australian fella yeah like that's that's a pretty wide net to be cast. So Hugo obviously falls somewhere in the middle. Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> somewhere between the, the, those gradients. Uh, everyone is going mad. And they then ask Hugo, is Georgie your type? And he's like, I, I gotta keep my cards close to my chest. And I'm like, Hugo, this isn't the time like, for he's, like... He's basically like a Warner Brothers cartoon with like his heart sort of pounding like, out of his yeah. chest. Like, oh, like... God. <laughs> <laughs> do you think interested or do you think I do I, I think that like without without knowing very much about what is like his real aesthetic or what his tastes actually are like even the fact that like she's so like I don't I don't want to say this in a way that sounds in any way mean but like she sounds kind of she seems comes across as really like ordinary and attainable and that she's like, she's like, she's so pale <laughs> she's, she's so pale like she's not in there like she, she's got this kind of sculpted like you know fucking Amazonian goddess walking in the place and sort of immediately strutting around with the underboob like she's like Sorry. Oh, she's a like she's a she's a well-to-do blonde pale horse riding lady. Like <laughs> the horses were the, the horses was the tipping point. I will say I appreciate a woman who uses the right amount of SPF to maintain that pale complexion. <laughs> it's very hard at the minute. Um, yeah, and I do. Yeah, the horses was was mm. the tipping point. No, but I I agree. I think she is very much a person who is not in mm. this for the. No, she's, she's not there fame. for like for the Instagram endorsement. No, she's I don't think that's... There as a, yeah. Maybe it's like a kind of a, a broaden your mind kind of experience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a gap year? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe that's what she's... Well, that's it. Maybe she's, she's of the kind of the right set that might be of a kind of a, yeah. a gap year. How do we think feel about the way Hugo is kind of marketing himself as this kind of unlucky in love sort of character? Yeah. Because uh, we were saying this when we were watching the episode as well, that if Dr. Alex hadn't existed a couple of years ago yeah I think you would probably look at the likes of a Hugo much mm-hmm. more favourably or much more fondly or you'd think of him as being this kind of unlucky in love ah, yeah. so the ball hasn't bounced his way he'll find someone eventually yeah but because Dr. Alex was so good at like the self-effacing god I'm never going to find anyone I'm just so terrible that like Hugo doesn't nearly get the same benefit because we've already had a masterclass in how to portray yourself that way I do think Hugo brings a lot more comedy than Dr. Alex does as well, though. I think Hugo, like, he's mm. he's brought some really great lines in the last couple of weeks, and I've definitely warmed to him. Like, I wasn't in no way, like, keen on him first two weeks. 
But definitely in the last two, I've kind of warmed him. And now I actually find him mm. a really nice addition to the villain. I think he brings a, a nice lightness. Do you think all the gags that he was cracking when Georgia was trying to introduce herself, was that him actually being natural? Or was that him trying to almost diffuse his own nervousness by like constantly I think going... probably both. I think it's in him to be the kind of geeky guy who kind of okay. makes kind of funny dad jokes. Yeah. And I think he probably amps that up as well then in those situations as a way to kind of deflect if, that. If that is comic relief for him to try and like take any nervous edge off it, then it's a clear sign that he's definitely, he is the, the Warner yeah. Brothers heart pumping out of his chest. But I also think he's very aware. And I, like we said this when we were watching and I referred to the conversation him and Kaz had last week when Danny and AJ had come in when it's like that pressure as a singleton mm. to get on with the bombshells and to, to form that connection. So potentially there's a nervousness there of like, oh fuck, everyone's going to be watching me now and mm. whether I get on with this girl and whether, yeah, cause you know. Yeah, because probably does feel like there's a lot at stake as well because even though we now again have one like there's more there's one more girl than there is boys so presumably the next time that there's a dumping it's going to be one of the girls who's potentially um you know in in jeopardy so maybe hugo isn't under that much of a risk but yeah do bear in mind it's only is it even one episode was it last night that he just kind of sat down with aj and said Listen, not going to work out, but listen, I want to So he really said civil. that the night of the vote, so that was Monday night then, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, so that was Monday night. And, and then, then she And then this in. is like Tuesday yesterday. afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And immediately then he's kind of laying it on factor 50 thick, to borrow a phrase. Yeah, and I... He, I, probably, I, he probably does appreciate that there's, there's a lot at stake because there's only so many new bombshells you can go through before you, you know just what, think your him, luck is out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But for him as well, I can imagine it must be nice that like... Because he, he questioned it from the very beginning with AJ. He's like, there's, not, there's something missing, but I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a few mm. days. And maybe he's like, look, we've only seen less than 24 hours of the, of the new guys. But like, maybe he is feeling a little bit more in that initial kind of stages with Georgia that he wasn't feeling with AJ. Mm. And that's kind of feeding into that excitement of like, okay, this feels a little bit more like what it yeah. should feel like. Well, how much do you think then? Because the producers obviously have a whole squadron, like a whole quarantine hotels full of oh, people that they can drop in. But do you reckon then that the producers deliberately almost singled out the likes of a Georgia because they're trying yeah. to fill the the lady-shaped hole in Hugo's life. Yeah, like, the fact that they're trying to fill like, both very holes, deliberate though, casting? I shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fact the that they... <laughs> the gutter. The fact that they've brought Tyler, who is clearly very focused on Kaz, and Georgia, who's clearly very focused on Hugo, mm. is interesting. And Abigail, who's very focused on Toby. Toby. Yeah, yeah, but that's, like, a destructive focus. Yeah, yeah. So that's different. Like, they're trying to fulfill these But it's very deliberate two... casting, then. Yeah, which, but usually they don't do both in one go. Like, they don't drop both people in to fill both relationships. Mm. Usually they kind of focus on one or other. And it seems like both could ha- could latch on. Mm. And it could be we're getting our little drama elsewhere, that fallout elsewhere. Which I think is probably another hint that Casa Moore is not too is far looming. away. Because if there's now multiple relationships that are fermenting, yeah. like Teddy and Faye, like... Hugo and Georgia yeah. like Kaz and well then you're going to have like, everyone at every stage of the relationship going into Casa Moore you're yeah. going to have like your Jake and Libs who've been there day dot you have them people who yeah. were there kind of early the on yeah ones. and then yeah. you have so you have literally a band of people going in who are at all those stages which mm. is much more enjoyable than like a load of singles mingles going mm. in there um, Lib and Kaz are having a chat and they're talking about the new guy Tyler and Lib like God love her just the best friend you could possibly oh, want. Oh, she's such a good wing she's woman. She's so good. Yeah. And I like, don't even think she thinks she's good. Like, I think she thinks that she's a problem for her friends, but she's genuinely just so good. Well, I, I was kind of interested to see how long it would take for Kaz to be like, right, you're, you're a third wheel now. <laughs> would, yeah. you, would you go away? But like, the even the bit where you're looking at it and you're thinking, God, this is it's a little bit awkward now. You're a little bit of a third wheel. Yes. And then she just comes out with more little lines that just manage to keep the conversation motoring along. Yeah. So, 
to really just get it going. And no. like it's clearly done out of affection for Kaz because everyone wants she, Kaz to find her feet now. The friendships that are, are I really, really love the female friendship in this this season. I just think it's really enjoyable to see that. Um, and definitely that little kind of debrief from them when they talk about uh, Tyler coming in and they have the quick chat about um, Lib telling Jake that she loves him. But then Tyler obviously comes, uh, is chatting to Lib a little bit later and Lib is setting that groundwork in, asking his type, blah, mm. blah, blah, saying personality mm. is key and all this kind of stuff. And Tyler then reveals that, you know, he fancies Kaz and that's kind of who he's got yeah. his eye on. It's, Lib a, is, it's a lot of secondhand spade work. I mean, yeah. it's gorgeous though, yeah. isn't it? I just, she's just such a good egg. Like there's nothing really bad about her, yeah. which is so really again, nice. again, if, if herself and Jake survive Casa more, then he can just pull the golden. shutters down of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, golden. But in fairness, that's a more enjoy- enjoyable length of time of questioning than we had with, say, Jack and Danny, where it was like from day dot, we were like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. they're going to win, which was kind of, which was not fun. Um, Kaz joins the conversation and Tyler and her are having a bit of banter and Jane Liv is just like staring off, just like beaming, which everyone, like all you guys in the studio were just like, leave, leave. And I was like, absolutely not. I would absolutely be staying there like, I'm going to leave It's leave when they ask me to leave. Just, otherwise I'm going to stay and just, just watch it. Just see it up close. Just watch it like you're Attenborough. I know. <laughs> Honestly, would you not just love to sit there yeah. watching two Tyler people? Tyler sits down <laughs> and makes conversation with Kaz. <laughs> Liberty supervises to make sure the ritual sets off appropriately. <laughs> Like it is, like she's clearly just there for a gawk, like, but it's a, it's such a well-meaning gawk. Like. Oh, it's so well. She just wants. It's just like, yeah, I can imagine it's like the look on a parent's face when their child walks in through the school doors. Like that's what she's like. She's like, oh, she's doing yeah. it. She's talking to an extremely good-looking man. Oh, um, and they're chatting about type and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And then eventually they, they ask her to leave, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Right. I'm not meant to be a part of this. I shall go. Yeah. Um, and Tyler's like, in the beach. The jump leads have done their job. Yeah. I'm gonna leave you two to it. <laughs> she he, Tyler's in the beach saying the Kaz is like even more gorgeous in person. Mm. And like they're asking like real questions, talking about the basics, like what age you, what's your what do you do, like where are you from? Mm. Like and all it the seems, basic like summer course in the Gwail thought getting to know you questions. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna be the love of my life for the next yeah. three weeks? Is that how this is gonna <laughs> go? Let's suss it out. Will I be meeting you at reunion at the St. Stephen's Green Shopping Centre? Will I be weeks? avoiding you in five years' time <laughs> yeah. when I pass you on the street? Like, Ugh! was it good chat? I think it was good I chat. I think it was good chat. I think it was. And if you don't think it was good chat, is it because your expectations for what are good or what is passable Love Island yeah. chat have been so completely upset by the generally poor standard of chat for the last three weeks? <laughs> Yeah, is it just good chat in comparison or is it good? No, I think I do. I, yeah. I think it was like, good. The one thing more than anything though that I hope Tyler brings to the place is that I, I hope he just raises the girl's collective acceptance or expectations for what is nice or gentlemanly or yeah. decent behaviour because like one of the most disheartening things to watch has been how like even like the most basic passive gesture from the lads like you know bringing out a coffee is like fated as this like incredible act of heroic gentlemanliness like like like, coming in with like oh I've made you a black coffee like I've literally (laughs) I've added powder to hot water and I've I've really gone out of my way to do it he boiled that kettle Gav come on and they're like oh god you're so good like he didn't like set the kettle going with like a flint to try and get the spark going (laughs) like it's the minimum went down to the well like it's the minimum (laughs) amount of input he didn't build a hydroelectric dam first like because it just oh, I, I made you this coffee and they're like oh such a good so egg. nice 
so nice. Like, or, you know, even like the, the one exception to that might be Brad with his like his breakfast dates, because at least it's, you know, in the circumstances of what you can actually do as gestures in the villa, there's there's not much. But at least he's kind of yeah. going, oh, let's do a little thing where we just have time to ourselves for breakfast. And we have a little joke about how to toast or whether you're supposed oh, to. Oh, Jake and Lib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where, like, do you. Sorry, did I say Brad? Brad. I was oh, like, oh, God. I was like, did Brad make a oh, nice God, gesture for the, a female? The, the, the ghost of Islanders past. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but like, yeah. they, like, they have their little joke about, you know, how do you cheers? And like, the, by the way, the irony of him saying, no, you're supposed to like clink the glass before you drink. Yeah. And then he like goes, mmm, <laughs> to celebrate the drink before he's had a taste of it. Like it's... Oh, just, yeah. No, and I, it's I like, do... It's amusingly terrible. It is amusingly terrible. And it's, look, it's nice to have those moments of like, oh, that was kind of funny. And now on to the other stuff. I do think Tyler as well, like... I think he fits in there with the teddies of the, of the group where he seems a little bit more yeah. aware of, you know, human emotion yeah. and, and decency. Like he's basically Ovi incarnate, isn't he? Like he that, he has an element of Ovi in him, yeah. doesn't he? I don't think we're going to get that like bucket hat sipping on a Mr. No, we've Freeze already, moment. we've already had our bucket hat quota for this series yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor chugs. May he rest. Um, I have Abigail and Jake talking about her feet written down here, but we really don't have time and honestly, I'm delighted about it. It is the nighttime routine. Um, Lib is, Lib is hugging Millie and Liam. Oh yeah, Lib is hugging Millie. I was like, who are these people? Lib is hugging yeah, Millie, Millie and, Liam. and Liam. The other couple. I know, I was like, yeah. oh, them. Because they're still here, which I thought was really cute. Um, Abby and Georgia are having a wee chat about the day in mm. the dog bed or the dog house <laughs> awkward um hugo is telling chloe that he thinks george is really pretty and he might be interested and abby is promising that she's gonna fuck shit up tomorrow while chloe is saying i don't want the big test we don't need the big mm. test the fuck shit up line because it's don't... only a few hours the previous night she was saying when she was getting to know everyone she said that there's no such thing as being too nice yeah and you're like god what a breath of fresh air that would be <laughs> in the villa given how few of them adopt that general outlook on life <laughs> and then the following morning she's like alright in the morning I'm gonna fuck shit up yeah. and then in the afternoon I'm gonna fuck most shit up like just her agenda her to-do list yeah, yeah, yeah. is just the fuck, up, the, the fuck upping of shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just I she was like AJ being like, I, I'm really fiery and I need someone to handle my fire. And mm. I was like, I've yet to see any evidence of that fire. Mm. And I, I would, I hope that Abby brings some of that like messiness. Mm. Um, and maybe Chloe will make it a little bit easier for her by stepping well, away. If herself and Toby do become an item, God, that, that'll be, that's, that's proper like AA Roadwatch alert, like worthy <laughs> messiness. Like that'll take a good, good few hours to clean up the, the spill on that motorway. Will to- Toby will officially be in that gang then. You know, that me- that meme gang. It's like Michael and Jordan and oh, Danny. Oh, the childish... Uh, yeah. B- uh, Brigade bo- or yes, something. Yeah, Them. the boy band thing. Yeah, yeah. They, like he absolutely earns his status. Um, it's the next morning and Tyler is waking up next to Hugo. They're having the crack. Like, how weird is it that he just arrived and he's like, hi, pal. Um, So what's yeah. right? <laughs> You slept very well there, actually. I really appreciated how little you tossed and turned. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, look, I, like you might as well jump into the deep But again, end, I suppose know? it's like when you're in the Gale talk and you've got nothing else to talk about and you seem really shallow because you're talking about the weather, but like you just don't have the vocabulary to talk about <laughs> anything else. Like else. We have so little by way of shared experience that we've just, we've literally just slept together, so we might as well talk about <laughs> that for a while. Um, the girls are chatting in the, up on the terrace that morning and they're talking about Teddy nearly getting an MVQ. Now, according to yesterday's notes, an MVQ1, sorry, according to yesterday's notes, an MVQ1 is a finger. Mm. I don't think that's what Faye was talking about because she's talking about taking off her bracelets and then she just said no. So I'm presuming that Teddy lost out on Well, if you reverse the it. gender roles, then yeah, so... Yeah, but she took off her bracelets to perform. Mm. Like he was getting, I think. Mm. And I f- then he didn't. Mm. 
I love them. Is it MVQ? Is MVQ that, that's, that's the sequence of consonants. Is, the, is okay, what it was right. called before the okay. A-levels. I'll that's, give you that's, the, that's, the rubric. That's, 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 the group, that's the group search. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you the levels. I'll tell you what okay. it breaks down to. Right. Um, but yeah, so Teddy didn't get a wank. Last <laughs> night is basically what has happened. Teddy failed the CAO. He missed the deadline. Um they're chatting briefly about Tyler and Kaz is obviously keen. The boys are chatting about Hugo and his potential chats that day. Mm. Um, and then the newbies are having their chat. So n- n- they're all talking about kind of their plan for the day. Tyler wants to pull Kaz for another chat. The girls ask him like, Joe, are you interested in anyone else? And he's like, nah, like I'm just kind of, Kaz is really who I'm after. Yeah, yeah. Which I like. I also think it's potentially very much a gameplay seeing as Kaz is, is well, g- given the people's that, given princess that we know, right now. We were talking about this this off air as well. Given how much that once once they know they're going into the show, they get to stop seeing it. But while they're being held in whatever quarantine yeah. pool that they the, see it up to a point, yeah. yeah. So like they've been able to see the whole thing. And if you want to play the game, you already know that housemate X comes across very yeah. well on TV and is likable. It's the, the Greg O'Shea school of everyone likes Amber. Like maybe we should get to know Amber. It's you know it's oh, that kind Greg. of Greg, Irish Olympian. Best Greg. of luck in Tokyo. Go on, Greg. <laughs> Fair play to you. <laughs> George is talking about wanting to speak more to Hugo. Uh, and then that's when Hugo passes and awkwardly goes, oh, the trio of terror and walks on. And you're like, <laughs> and that's pure when like you have your mates over for a sleepover and yeah. like someone's dad walks past being yeah. like, oh, what are we talking yeah. about? What, what is getting up to? Vid- video games, is it? You're playing your Mario. And you're like, yeah, mm, yeah. thanks so much. And then he's gone. You're like, yeah. all right, okay, that was weird. Very much that moment. Um, Abby is interested in Toby she's saying it outright she's like look Toby Teddy and Aaron are my top three but definitely Toby is number one mm. conveniently Toby joins the conversation they're asking star signs are very impo- like important <sighs> yeah. to this group well again uh, we, we probably will we'll get onto this at some stage again but the, yeah. the, we, we have talked I, I have made you my private sort of Love Island <laughs> timeline ombudsman because I've been yes, like flo- flo- flooding your WhatsApp for the last couple of weeks with observations about how the timelines that you see on telly are not the timelines of a day in the villa and you have to bear in mind again that this this episode starts with the islanders on what we know to be monday night because it was the result of the public vote so we know that it's monday night and we also know that they have to leave all of tuesday night's events over because when they do when ian sterling does this tomorrow night yeah you have to be able to see something else yeah so everything you were seeing yesterday or or in tonight's episode is stuff that happened Monday night or Tuesday daytime, which means that a lot more time is devoted to conversations and just more genteel interactions that yeah. don't, they, you know, they don't materially affect any storylines. They're just adding a little bit of depth or color or character, which you don't get to see otherwise. And I think that that's important. And the reason why I say all of that is because you would think that the three New Islanders, when they're all sitting down on the swing chair, that they're, they're just trying to have a bit of a conversation to themselves about like, oh, this is all a bit surreal, isn't it? And yeah. maybe they're going to have a discussion about what it's like to actually be there on the inside and, and how people are different on telly or different in real life. And then suddenly your man comes along and he's like, well, I'm going to make my agenda very clear here. Yeah. Like, would you stop just sticking your nose in and like just fi- find an appropriate moment to enter a conversation and not just leave the <laughs> three of them to have a bit and of I'm a debrief? And I'm going to sit right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I also think it's a, one thing about the timelines is, is that idea that we have of like those kind of nothing episodes of like, oh, well, nothing happened tonight because we had a dumping last night, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And again, you have to take into consideration that potentially on nights where there's a dumping, 
there's probably not going to be much more fallout of that night scene in the following night's yes, episode. Yeah. So where we are now is we've picked, we're going to pick up tomorrow at probably Tuesday night, Wednesday day, mm. which means for this well, week, we, we could potentially see only all of Tuesday night. Yes. I mean, Unless we have a jam packed night, I feel like yeah. all of the episodes this week will track pretty yeah. steadily now and, for the and, rest and, of the week. And don't forget too, as well, that, you know, by and large, the show airs six nights a week, but there is at least notionally seven days of life in the villa. So there's yeah. always going to be stuff that's left aside and I know you've talked with Fanula before about the, the mechanics of how it works whether they're, they're take whether they're literally taken out of the villa um, we were discussing in WhatsApp before that maybe at the start of the show that they are pointedly not turning the cameras off but that they're literally just writing it off as a storyline free day or two because yeah. they want the Islanders to get to know each other I mean do bear in mind that when you get to the grand finale in previous years when you've been at the finale and they have in crowds in person sitting around at the villa which clearly has to have been a couple of days removed from the footage that you've just seen. So yeah. you're always looking at stuff in arrears. The producers always have loads yeah. of opportunity to just cut out dead weight. They have a lot of opportunity to include certain relationships blossoming if they want to and yeah. exclude them if they don't. Interesting that on that note that we've seen very little of Liam and Millie talking to each yeah. other, even though you know they've got 15 hours a day in there where they're awake and you yeah. get to see very little of their interactions. So like, it is worth almost kind of breaking the fourth wall and just thinking a little bit more about the mechanics of how the whole thing yeah. is constructed because then it, it means that the the timelines are always a little bit all over the place and you can never be sure where a day has been cut out. Like yeah. I'm sure it's often the case that you see them all hanging around the villa of a daytime and then when you see them getting ready for the following night, it could literally be 48 hours later. In yeah. fact, there was an episode a couple of days ago where suddenly Hugo's hair had grown out quite a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That had all the hallmarks of we've just chopped Jumps. 48 hours yeah. and, and now suddenly we're back. And as well, we never get that dinner time chunk of the day and we've I've heard previous yeah, Islanders come you, out and you talk about the sunset. producers coming in at dinner time yeah. to have chats and things like that so there's definitely hours in the day where they're, they're yeah. not like they're kind of aware like that the we're not the only thing they would ever do in a late afternoon occasionally is a challenge because sometimes you can see like the sun set quite low yeah. in the challenge but otherwise you see the daytime the post breakfast lunchtime period yeah. and then suddenly it's nighttime, and you never see a cloudy day yeah other than maybe for the challenges if the weather is poor yeah they clearly just decide, oh, well, this doesn't look very right. glamorous or exotic. We've seen it before in previous seasons. Yeah. It's not enjoyable. So what are they going to do? They're all just going to sit around in the group bedroom Cameras all day. down. <laughs> Movie yeah. day. And they wheel the television in. Well, and they watch a film. It's, it's staff and producers and cameramen and, and editors all working on shift yeah. as well. So there's going to be a lot of, of lag time where they're just Ooh, told I love thinking about watch, stuff like that know? being like, what have we missed? Um, Abby and Toby are going for a chat. They're going for their first official chat. Very flirtatious. She's talking about the fact that she's dated footballers before. Uh, now, I hope she doesn't mind that he's just a semi-pro. Um, not fully fledged. <laughs> oh, I forgot that he was hashtag FC. Yeah. Oh. That, Killian gave us a breakdown. Killian Woods yeah, gave us yeah. a breakdown on episode one of hashtag FC. It's very important to have a deep dive very, on the mechanics of, the, of I know. hashtag FC. I'm so glad he took a break from the housing crisis <laughs> to tell us about Well, again, hashtag. that's the high-low. He's allowed to care about the dynamics of cuckoo fun squeezing all of us out <laughs> from the property like market. The and to care about Toby's hashtag FC exploits, you know? <laughs> So they're having a chat and Toby is describing his relationship with Chloe, which he says has been a rough journey. Mistakes were made. She's a good girl. With her at the moment, I told her I'm open to getting to know others and I'm not closed off. I don't know if Chloe is aware of that. No. Um, Abby is delighted. It's a conversation that might have happened, but we certainly haven't seen it. Maybe it was in that 48 hours you mm. mentioned, but we haven't seen it. Chloe is faffing. She's talking to Aaron about like needing reassurance. and She's just annoyed and she's like, I just feel like I need him to kind of... Because she is saying that since the, the results of the vote on Monday night, that he has not really spoken to her that mm. morning. Tuesday morning, he hasn't really spoken to her. 
Um, and then Toby and Abby are getting kind of flirty. Toby gets a bit flustered when Abby asks him to teach her about pillow talk, which like fairly simple concept. I mean, pillow um, talk is quite obviously the Charlotte Tilbury the ad, Charlotte. Uh, brand that's being advertised. So it goes like pillow quite talk. <laughs> and then it's her going lovelies. Um, yeah. Then we move to George and Hugo who are by the pool and they're having their first chat. She is apologizing for being a bit full on. And then they get into the like, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Mm. I have bantering question mark question mark question mark written here. Mm, yeah, I think the question marks are justified because, <laughs> like, I I don't know whether his like his sudden pillow talk rabbit in the headlights thing yes. like is he actually dumbstruck because he might genuinely like her and then he yeah. feels like there's an immediate spark. Is it because he knows he might be getting in a little bit too deep and that Chloe might not have the same view of things? I think it's curious that someone who has been so brash and so bravado suddenly began to clam up in that moment yeah that it just it, it tells you that something something in his own sense of something in his own age or his own sort of sense of self is gone totally out the window there and i wonder what yeah and potentially i wonder is he questioning like abby has kind of come in and she's cool and she's got tattoos i feel like toby is the kind of guy who would then elevate her as being intimidating yeah. because she has tattoos yeah um but i like therefore because he's toby then that's a challenge like that that's that's a, a challenge that I must conquer rather than yeah. just being another option because the lads are always about I enjoy right, both new, of these conversations challenge. for the fact that one is going to cause chaos and then the Georgia Hugo conversation is going to cause potentially mm. a, a love storyline that in a couple of days I will no longer yeah. care about but will just I happen there's lots of Alex and Alexandra vibes about yeah. the, the Georgia Hugo interaction I know I'm here for you it. are you yeah. Alex and Alexandra yeah until he broke her heart he, he got his ride in his fancy he got car, the car yeah. and he was like well that's <laughs> that's all I came here for right yeah. the Toby Chloe chat Oof. they go to the fire pit mm. he's like but it's so sunny over there and she's like don't worry it won't be long I'm like your bitch gonna fucking tear sorry what, what are you doing complaining Ugh. about the weather when you go to the <laughs> I know <laughs> oh but the sun over yeah, there it's not like there's loads of sponsored salt hands <laughs> around everywhere <laughs> yeah what's that yellow bottle right behind your head she is raging and she's like i'm really annoyed at you do you think how you have acted has been cool toby yet again needs this spelled out for him as he did with with kaz last night he doesn't mm. like i he fully doesn't see what he has done wrong here at all and um, she's breaking it down that they haven't spoken since last night and then he brings up the but i made you coffee mm. <laughs> like do you well, remember that class black a, coffee i brought you what a high bar which then it kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the very start which is how much of Chloe's outlook on all of this has been kind of skewed or tinted or even poisoned by Toby taking it so personally when they were in the bottom three couples in the yeah. first vote. And is she almost unnerved because she would have expected him to reach out a little bit more and God, you know, another bottom three. That's yeah. Thank God. I, I, this, this is a, this is a shite moment for all of us, but particularly for you. So yeah. You know, how are you? Let's go have a chat. None of that. Like no emotional outreach. No. At all. At all. There's, and there's two, there's two things that are said in this conversation that seems to tip the scales for both of them in that like, okay, we're done here. Toby says, you know, we don't have to be attached at the hip. And that was one that Chloe was like, mm. I'm not asking for you to like, no. you know, spell out your love for me here. I just need you to be like, 
How well, are we, you? We presume this is mid-morning or early afternoon the following day. So they've had a he good... He said like, it wasn't even lunchtime. Well, yeah, but don't they They only get up at like 12. So maybe like their lunchtime is like <laughs> si- siesta time. Yeah. So like basically there, there's probably anywhere... There could be anywhere between like 10 and 14 hours yeah. since the whole thing. Like, there's plenty of time to take someone aside and just go, listen, how are you feeling? So obviously there was no pillow talk for them last night. Yeah. And, that's a pro- and, and that comment for her seems to tip it for her. And then vice versa... She says, you know, maybe it doesn't come naturally to you because you haven't been with a girl before. Now, Toby's frustration with this frustrates me because Toby has used his lack of experience as an excuse for his bad behavior mm. multiple times. Yeah. He, he has used it with Kaz. He's used it with other girls. And now all of a sudden when Chloe seems to like somewhat slyly be like, oh, well, maybe that's to blame. Yeah. He's like, oh, don't appreciate that but comment. But like, it's such a gut punch though. Like if, if you have the, the ego that Toby does that like you just play yeah. that card whenever it helps you to get out of an awkward conversation. And then Absolutely. when the girl comes along and goes, sorry, are you so shit at relationships because you've never been in one? Yeah. Like imagine how cutting that is for someone who's superficial enough to yeah. go on Love Island. I I just, I, it frustrates me that he, he that was the, the point for him where he was like, I'm done with this. They have a hug and then they leave. Mm. And I love seeing Faye and Liv in the kitchen being what? like, we need to go to the girls. Like <laughs> Avengers yeah. assemble. But it was, it was almost good production work to find a kind of a semi-cliffhanger to hang it on. Like, is it a breakup hug? Is it a getting together again yeah. hug? Is it like a let's bury the hatchet? Is it a let's pretend the hatchet isn't here hug? I think this is a like, very convenient escape for Toby. I think he is looking for a reason to, mm. to distance himself from... Because yeah. I think in his mind, he's like, oh, but like there was no reason why I was a bad guy to Chloe before. And yeah. it was Kaz. And I fixed that. So now it must be Chloe. Yeah. Like, I think he's literally just like... Well, like there, there's very little, like, th- there must be an awful lot of self-interest in it then because the, with the way that he aggressively went looking for a row with Kaz on yeah. last night's episode, like, real man on the internet. So, like, you could, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't just lose <laughs> yeah. the row once. You had to go back and pick a fight and lose it a second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, he's clearly <laughs> so scolded by that that he was like, well, you'd think that Chloe is the one person that he genuinely cannot afford to burn his bridges with. Yeah. So, but with that injection of New Islanders yeah. and that clear signal from mm. Abby, it's you know that's the safety yeah. net that he feels he needs. Maybe I think his, his head has just turned three hundred and eighty yeah. degrees. <laughs> what was it? Five hundred? What did Tommy say? Was it five eighty? Was it five eighty? Yes, it was like three sixty <laughs> and another one eighty and then forty degrees further for good measure. Yeah. <laughs> just whoa. Uh, Chloe is chatting with Cinda and Millie, and then Faye and Liv quickly trot over, and she's still in the middle of what happened. Chloe is like crying. She's talking about getting mugged, mugged off. She's saying that she just can't be bothered with him anymore. She's getting very frustrated. Toby is talking to the boys where he's saying he's semi-annoyed. He's talking to Jake, Liam and Aaron. And he's saying that, you know, she felt I should have reassured her, blah, blah, blah. And this is when, as you said, this Jake is when Jake suddenly has, like, has this moment of, oh my God, a genuine, sensible human man who has some acknowledgement of how the ladies from Venus actually feel about this kind and of look, stuff. And look, I don't want to give him too maybe, much credit. Maybe it like the arm of friendship. Yeah, it's a very, again, it's a very low bar. I don't, but I, I'm also but like, Jesus, Jesus. But, but he cleared it so well. Thank God. <laughs> like, as in, I don't want to praise him too much, but also thank you. Like, thank you so much. Yeah, like, that there's someone there to almost act as a kind of a big brother slash yeah. almost like as a parent thing of just kind of, in a very constructive way, but he was like calling them yeah. out. Just because going. bar Teddy, I feel, and sometimes Aaron, the boys have always just excused each other's bad behavior yeah. and almost encouraged it as like, well, if you're not feeling it or well, if it's upsetting you or whatever, then yeah. it's, whereas this was because the first again, time. Because again, they have that worldview where someone else is yeah. going to walk in in a couple of days and you've got a yeah. chance to start a And fresh. I do think because they have those tighter bonds with not just their partners, but also the girls as friends, yeah. they do feel a little bit more 
I don't know, responsibility for their feelings. Whereas earlier in the season, I think they were just so dismissive of the girls that they were mm. like, ah, whatever, they're grand. And like, and out of the three weeks in, like, they're beginning to realise that these people are, are now kind of part of the fabric of their lives and they can't yeah. afford to just be burning bridges all over the shop. <laughs> I know. Guys, you need to do, like, appearances when you come out of this thing. <laughs> Tomorrow night, Chloe and Toby are having a chat. They are talking about a test in their relationship. And then Chloe says something like, you failed. And Was that what she said? And then she got so. up. yeah. And... She stomped off mm. that porch. She mm. she really left. Yeah. She she left that that wooden structure with that seated with some area purpose. to go to another seated yeah. area. <laughs> um, I feel. I also think they have good crack together, Toby and Chloe. Like I do think they're kind of they, they probably do, and again, probably much more than than the producers show because yes. when you've got fifteen islanders and they're all awake for like fifteen hours a day, it's like two hundred and twenty five hours of content that you could mathly. That was such a go. flex That's, there. See, the, the spreadsheet thing, <laughs> you know. Here you're um, right. That the, but there's like two hundred and twenty five <laughs> hours of interactions and content there, yeah. and like you get to see forty five minutes of it. So yeah. like the, the, maybe there, there probably has been a little bit more than we that we haven't seen. Yeah, maybe we'll get a longer episode this week because they were jamming those one hour, 20 minute episodes out at the mm. start when there was fuck all to show. And yeah. now it's like an hour. Are you joking? Look, it's such an inconvenience for the Tonight Show, but just being told on the day that ITV Sorry, wants Gal. another 20 You're minutes. on next week. Could you pull a few strings? <laughs> guys, you'd never hold Better back. Better not delay ne- next Tuesday night's episode when I'm co-hosting the Tonight Show. If you guys delay me another 20 <laughs> minutes, I swear <laughs> to God. I'm just going to be like, ha ha ha, Gav, get no, over my it. No, look, that'll be the Casa Amor night where suddenly there's loads of drama together. <laughs> You're like, great. I'm here we also got in the tomorrow night we got Kaz and Tyler look they tried to like bury the lead oh who's smooching it's clearly Kaz and Tyler Mm. up on the thing up on the terrace they're getting a kiss in I'm very happy about this relationship that is a a very small tease but I do think it's like you said that time Mm. when we really caught up with ourselves so there's not a whole pile to tease Yeah. Uh, so I would imagine that tomorrow night will be a lot of that Toby Chloe Mm. fallout um, and probably not a whole pile else Mm. Um, and then maybe Friday we're going to get that tease for Casa Amor maybe, maybe we will yeah maybe, maybe, maybe. any chat at all about Lucinda this evening no I, I had a few notes this, this is one ran... of those things where she's just like just again yeah. the, like where the, the editor's chair have just gone well, we've got all this content does yeah. Lucinda talk to Aaron at all eventually she no. talked at some point yeah uh. I have it in my notes but in this editor's chair we're way over so I was like <laughs> right. irrelevant on we go like just not look go. we've given her enough airtime this week and Lucinda just got relegated <laughs> to the Shannon <laughs> Yeah. That's my aesthetic. Yeah, Riley. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here tonight. Here all week, try the deal. <laughs> Woo, that was a long one. Thanks so much to our guest, Gavin Riley, for being here tonight. Very interesting talking timelines and all the other stuff that, you know, you mightn't care about, or you might. Thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every night. We appreciate you so much. Thank you to our sponsors, Just Eat. We also appreciate you so much. Make sure you download the Just Eat app and get your order in in time for the next episode. I think sparks are flying. Think love. Nice romantic meal. Wouldn't be lovely. Keep an eye on our Instagram page for your chance to win some Just Eat gift cards coming at you hard and fast over at My Pollen Paper. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. So you can listen to us whenever and wherever you like. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode, our final of the week. And maybe we'll get a shift for Kaz. Let's do it.